Are you one of those people that sees life as one big experiment? Hey, let's try this. Let's go over there. Let's do that for a while. Let's go around that corner. Yeah, me too. So this is a podcast about stuff I've tried, fuck ups I've made, shit I've learned, and questions I still have. I'm Nathie Gaffney. Welcome to my podcast. I figure, let's just suck it and see. Are you one of those people that when people talk about money and saving and credit and investing and all of that sort of stuff, you you kind of cringe on the inside or, or you might go, oh, I'm really shit with money. Well, that's me. That's me. That's, that's always been me. Uh, and yet something's happened recently that I want to share with you. Because maybe it'll give some of you hope if you are one of those people that just believes that you are shit with money. So uh, I recently, um, I've actually saved some money. Yes, I know. I'm 57 years old and uh, I've saved some money. And I have saved money in the past, but there's something different about this time. Now, apart from the fact that it is more money than I've ever managed to save in my entire lifetime that's in the bank and it's not a grand amount I want to be really clear but it's a grand amount for me Uh, and but more than the actual amount is actually the level of comfort that I have with having this money in the bank Uh, and it's been sitting there for quite some time and it's you know it's sort of got to a it got to a threshold and I've just been sort of adding adding little bits to it so that in and of itself is is fucking you know hello just not extraordinary and I you know I don't expect you to think it is however something has changed within me and that is my level of comfort with actually having the money in the bank and not feeling anxious about it. Now, you might think, why the fuck would you feel anxious about having money in the bank? And that's a really good question. And it is one that, uh, given my level of anxiety with having money in the bank, I had to I had to ask myself. So rewind back to little childhood story is I come from, uh, you know, pretty working class, working class family. My dad was, you know, dad was a builder and, you know, an artist sometimes and mum was a secretary and sometimes a barmaid. Uh, And, you know, we lived a fairly, uh, you know, a fairly modest lifestyle. A lot of drinking, a lot of partying. My parents were really young when they had me, dragged me around from pillar to post, went to 14 different schools. Amazing, I actually learnt to read and write. and but that's for another that's for another episode but my dad was a big gambler so uh and i remember from the the youngest age probably four years old you know and and he probably took me to the races because mum was probably working somewhere in a bar making the actual money and uh, and dad would take me to the races he'd take me to the races he'd take me to the so the horse races the trots the, the dogs, the greyhound, all of that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, and I would just be up on his shoulders and walking around and he'd be at the bookies laying his bets and he had the newspaper and it was all, you know, folded up and, you know, he'd sit down with me and he'd talk me through the form and, you know, this little netty's not good on the wet and this, 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 this. And, um, and to me it was all just a grand adventure. But, of course, 
the the upshot of that was what happened at the end of the day and one of two things would happen dad would either win in which case he was completely flush or he'd just completely bust out and so whatever happened in in those moments kind of set the tone for the way the family was for you know the, the days or, or, or weeks to come so you know it was either it was feast or famine it was it was you know as I like to say it, it was either party or povo <laughs> but um you know so yeah we were either you know it was either yay Kentucky fried chicken and you know going to the black stump and you know ice cream in the fridge or none of the above and interestingly so that continued that continued on uh, my dad always loved uh, my dad always loved a bet oh thank god Tabcorp wasn't around when he was alive because it just would have been a disaster but you know he did he had the racing guide and he was up at the TAB every Saturday um, but sort of fast forward to me in my professional my early professional world was as an actor and of course I well I wasn't a gambler well I was kind of gambling with thinking that I could have a fucking career as an actor wasn't I um but uh again the income stream was feast or famine because it was so sporadic so I either had not enough money to pay my rent pay my bills put petrol in the car if I owned a car um or I was absolutely rolling in it and so I never got any sense of equilibrium about money. So when I didn't have it, I was terrified because I was fucking broke and I didn't know how I was gonna you know, make ends meet. And then when I did have it, I was terrified of losing it, but not so much losing it. I was terrified of, ha- I don't know, I just, I just wanted I wanted to have fun because I never knew when I was going to have the money again. And so I just compulsively spent it. And I spent it on things, honestly, I've probably fucking spent it on, well, I've probably spent it on partying, um, but certainly things that I didn't necessarily want or need. It was just this compulsion to kind of get rid of it. And, and, and that continued right throughout my professional life. I was either, you know, swimming in it or struggling, you know, I was either drowning or waving, but none of it, there was never any comfort. There was never any sense of, I'm okay with not having money, but I'm okay with having money. I was just never okay with it. And, you know, to the point where I would just, I would spend money on the most fucking ridiculous things. Until anyway, marriage ended and there there wasn't even time of money. There was just no money. And, you know, I tell you what, it's, it's then you know when your friends are. And luckily, what I have invested in quite heavily over the years is really good friendships. And thank fucking Christ for them because they, you know, helped pick me up and support me through very, very tired times. Tight times. Uh, so anyhow, uh, about seven years ago, I got my first what I call a grown-ups job. So I work for a company. I have superannuation. I have holiday pay. I have all of this shit that most of you 
um, have had all your lives. I didn't get until I was, I don't know, 50 or something. And luckily for me, I, um, at the same time, this really lovely man came into my life who was really, really good with money. And, and, I, and I have to credit him with the start of my, basically my financial education. Uh, and he, um, for one thing, um, made me sacrifice, salary sacrifice into my super from day one. I said, oh, can't I just have one month where I just get all the money for me? And he was like, absolutely fucking not. He's like, because if you get a whiff of that extra cash, it's going to be gone. So anyway, so I have done that. So anyway, folks, uh, there's no real moral to this story other than I guess it's a bit of an old dog's new tricks story that for the first time in my life, I can sit in the company of money, my money, and not be uncomfortable, not feel, feel actually really anxious and stressed. Anxious and stressed by not having it, anxious and stressed by having it. When I've got it, I've got to get rid of it because... Um, and, uh, and that has been probably one of the most um, liberating pieces of growth and self-development that I could ever have had. So you know what, if you are one of those people who, you know, brands yourself as being pretty shit with money, I want you to know that it doesn't necessarily always need to be that way. You can absolutely change your relationship with money and whatever that relationship is for you, whether it's I spend it to distract myself because I'm miserable in my relationship or I, I have a scarcity mindset or I, uh, I you know, whatever it is. And we all have, you know, whether I'm just a fucking tight ass um, because that presents its own problems as well. So I just want you to know that whatever your relationship with money is, if it is dysfunctional and you want it to change, it is possible. All you have to do is suck it and see and try something new. Anyway, lovelies, that's it for me. Uh, I'll see you on the next uh, see you on the next episode uh, episode podcast. Ciao, ciao for now.